The Mind Aware, 247. You name it, you claim it, and suddenly, hmm. I don't really deserve this much air, so I'm going to hold my breath so that other people can have more air. You know what a badass your inner critic is, right? I say stop being a wussy and just do it. I'm going to breathe a bunch of air today and save it up because I may need some more air at a later date. Emotions, any emotion, emotion, energy in motion, they need to move. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. So we've talked quite a bit about the importance of feeling good and that being a pathway to building a business and building quickly. You know, happiness is not just like an outcome or a destination. It's something that you do as you go along. And you know, because you've been following us for a while, that being aware, being mindful is important and, in fact, essential to getting what you want, to being happy, to living the good life. And so guess what? I have a really special guest with us today. I have Mark Coleman, and he is a mindfulness expert, and we are going to talk about mindfulness and the critic. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi, Mark. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me on your show. It's really good to have you here. So Let's talk a little bit about the critic. Are you talking about the inner critic, that kind of voice in our head that can kind of be negative and put us down? For sure. Yeah, it's a voice. Well, it's really a multitude of voices that have a very negative, critical, somewhat distorted, inaccurate view of ourselves and who we are and that we listen to and uh, generally feel miserable when we take it seriously. Notice you said a multitude of voices. Tell me more about that, because, of course, we want to take it out of the context of being completely crazy. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, w- I was on a, teaching a course recently, and a person said, oh, I, I've, it feels like I've got a bad college roommate that's just walking around with me all day telling me I'm doing things wrong. And then someone else on the course said, well, I feel like I've got a whole college dorm in there, and they all have some negative, critical things to say about me. So it's not so much that we're crazy. It's just that you know, the mind you know, thinks a lot, and some of those thoughts are habitual, negative, critical thoughts that we give a lot of attention to and uh, have a uh, very negative effect on our well-being. Well, and the college dorm or the having multiple voices, do you think it comes from maybe we have multiple influences in our life that we, we pick up along the way? The, the teacher who, you know, we became embarrassed by a comment they said or the parent who maybe was overly critical. I mean, is that maybe why it feels like there's so much noise going on? Yeah, I think all of our influences, you know, parental voices are very strong factors, but as you say, it could be a, a sports teacher, it could be a business coach, it could be uh, the priest or the rabbi. I mean, there's a whole bunch of influences and we internalize those voices and sadly we, we, we take in the ones that are critical and negatively oriented uh, that are really pointing towards something wrong with us rather than actually seeing our strengths and goodness and gifts. Yeah, I, I've had that experience where you do. It's easy to focus on that negative. So 
What do you do then? Let's say everybody listening, they're saying, yes, yes, I know that voice. I've got it. And so now what? Yeah. So the subtitle of the book is how mindfulness and compassion can help free you from the inner critic. And so the first tool is mindfulness, which is really this capacity to be aware, to know, to see clearly, to understand our inner experience. So without that mindfulness, we can't even know that we're thinking. We can't even know the kinds of thoughts and we can't begin to examine you know, which thoughts are accurate and which thoughts are negative and destructive. So we use that clarity of awareness and self-awareness to understand our um, you know, thought streams and then compassion is really useful because most of those thought streams are actually pretty painful. Like to keep telling ourselves every day we're useless, we're a failure, we're not good enough, we should have done more, look at everybody else, they're doing so much better. When we take those thoughts on, it's painful, it hurts, and we, we feel diminished, sometimes depressed or low. So we also need to hold ourselves with some care and affection rather than the harshness that comes through the critic. Yeah, that's a great word, compassion. I really, really like that because we tend to think of compassion as outward. We tend to think of compassion as something that we give to other people. But what you're really talking about is having more compassion for ourselves. Right. Yeah, so the compassion starts, as do many qualities, with how we relate to ourselves. And if we're harsh and cruel and critical with ourselves, guess what we're going to do to our children and spouses and colleagues and friends? So the more that we can meet and be with ourselves and our difficulties and stresses and challenges with kindness and care and forgiveness, then we're much more likely to extend that to everybody around us who's also going through a hard time. So it's a really foundational quality. Nice. I like that a lot. It's really a good way to think of it. It helps me to think about compassion in an all-new way. By the way, you may have heard Mark just mention a book a second ago, so I want to mention it here. His book is called Making Peace with Your Mind. And go check it out. And In fact, you can check out him at markcoleman.org. Mark is with a K. markcoleman.org is where you head over and and check out Making Peace With Your Mind. Isn't that a great title? Don't you just love that? We talk to other people so much nicer than we talk to ourselves sometimes. So this really is about making peace with ourselves because if you can make peace, then you can really put it out in the world just like Mark was saying. So how do you think we can start to do that in a practical sense? So let's say somebody is listening to this and they say, okay, well, that's all good and I want to do that. And I'm willing to start getting aware and I'm willing to start having more compassion for myself. How can I practically practice this? Yeah, well, the first step is actually using that self-awareness to see the difference between a judgment, which is a, a kind of a negative attack on who we are as a person versus a discriminating, discerning, evaluating, assessing kind of thought or faculty, right? Because we all need to discriminate and make discernments about choices and business decisions and, you know, things, decisions for our kids. But the judgment is an overlay that's saying that we're a bad person because of that, right? So we need to, so we need to bring that awareness first to see, to highlight, oh, that's a judgment. That's a negatively toned thought that's going to make me feel bad about myself. I see it. I want to see how caught up I am in it, how much I believe it. And I just see, see that I have the strength and the power to let it go and not actually take it on as reality. Very nice. I really like that because there is a different. We are making choices. We're making decisions. We've got preferences. We've got preferences in the world that we're making. But with the word judgment, there's kind of that overlay of bad or good. 
uh-huh. know, whether it's about other people or whether it's about there's like this uh, this decision that, oh, this is bad or this is bad about me. I'm very, very good, Mark. I love it. We're going to take a really short break here. When we come back, I'm going to ask Mark more about what steps you can take to make peace with your mind. We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and we are back, and we are talking to Mark Coleman. He is the author of Make Peace With Your Mind. Great title, right? And you can check him out over at markcoleman.org. Mark is with a K, and remember, it's that .org at the end. You know, it's really valuable, and I think this crowd in particular, the Mind Aware Show, we are really into this, where we know that mindfulness, quieting your mind, making peace with your mind, feeling good, having compassion for yourself, all of those things that we've been talking about so far, it's really, really important to the quality of life that you lead. And in fact, it's important to building a business. The more you can work on this inner self and the more you can love yourself and do all these things, the easier and faster that you grow. And so, Mark, when you talk about mindfulness are you talking about does it have to be a daily practice or if it's a daily practice of sitting and meditating is there any advice you can give people to help with that yeah yeah no it's a great question so it's a lot of different things you know it it is a meditation practice but it's also a quality that we all have mindfulness we all have this capacity to be aware right just the, the fact that you're listening to the show and talking to me and your listeners are listening in that's being mindful of a certain degree which is basically being conscious of what's happening right so the best place to practice is being mindful of our bodies because our bodies are always in the present moment, right? Our senses are always in the present moment. If we're hearing a sound, if we're looking at a tree, if we're walking, if we're uh, moving, if we're eating, right? That's all happening in the present. So the first foundation of mindfulness is to get present to you know, the physical experience of what's happening now. Right? And so you can do that through, you know, when you're exercising, walking, bathing, you know, chopping carrots, you know, you can get present to the physical activity of being mindful. The more, the less multitasking, the more, you know, sort of present we are to the task at hand, we're going to cultivate mindfulness. And then, of course, we can do that through training, like mind training. As Meditation is a mental training. So we can take some time, whether it's a minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, however long it is, something is better than nothing. And the easiest way to, to practice is you train your attention to focus on the breath, and be present to the breath and the experience of the body. And each time the attention wanders, you bring it back. And that's the training. You just come back over and over thousands of times, you know, each session. And that's a, that's a way to build that muscle of attention, awareness. And that naturally starts to translate as you talk to people, as you drive, as you work and cook and write and whatever else you do in your day. 
Yeah, I totally hear you. I love this idea of getting in the body because when you do that and when you become focused in the present, when you become mindful of what you're doing, even if it is chopping carrots, then what happens is that's really where your joy is too. You know, you you don't have a lot of worry or stress when you're focused on whatever is right in front of you. You don't have uh, anxiety or any of that when you're just focused in the present moment. And it seems like you're living a richer life by doing that, you know. For sure. For sure. So much life goes by, you know, maybe a beautiful day or on a beautiful hike, beautiful drive. And we don't see it because we're worrying, we're ruminating, we're planning we're stressing about you know as mark twain said most of the worst things in my life never actually happened but we spend (laughs) our lives thinking and worrying about them right so how about we let those go and just go oh it's a beautiful today cloudy day in california how fantastic yeah which is actually a scientific fact by the way that's scientifically proven that most of that stuff we worry about doesn't happen so that mark twain he knows what he's talking about good old samuel so the other thing then i want to get clarification on before we go is I've heard uh, the idea that when you're practicing meditation and you may even start just for a minute or five minutes that sometimes people are really critical of themselves or beating up on themselves because their mind wanders or they can't seem to stay on it and they start getting that monkey mind that goes and I think and I'm hoping you agree this is what I'm looking for clarification on this that that actually means you're doing it right Because if you become aware that your mind is wandering, then you're becoming aware, right? You're becoming more and more aware, and that's the whole game. Yes, very true. In the beginning, what we notice is how much we don't notice. We notice how much we're unaware, how much we're distracted, how much we think, how much we're lost in our worries. And and that can be a little demoralizing because you think, oh, I'm going to get meditate and get all present, and, and all we see is how distracted and crazy we are. And as you say, that triggers the critic. You know, the, the critic follows us into every activity. So, so when you start meditating, you have, you then develop a meditating critic. Not good enough, not aware enough, not mindful enough. Right? And so we, yeah, but that moment of seeing the distraction is a moment to be celebrated because that is a moment of being present and waking up to being lost and to go, oh, great. I saw I'm distracted. Start again. Oh, there it goes again. Start again. Right. Yeah. So we really want to challenge that negative perspective. Yeah, fantastic. Well, and it's another opportunity to practice compassion and dealing with that inner critic and all. I mean, it's fantastic. Good stuff all around. I just really enjoyed this so much. This is Mark Coleman, for those of you that are wondering. It's Mark with a K, Mark with a K, Coleman.org is where to find him. Go check out Make Peace With Your Mind. This is really, really fun. Do you have any parting advice before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, just to um, pay attention, you know, notice what's rattling around in your head and see if it's helpful or hindrance and see if you can orient towards the positive rather than the negative perspective. Thanks for that, Mark. I really enjoyed having you here. Likewise. Pleasure to be here. And thank Thanks. you all for being here because you get this, right? You get what he's talking about. And it's not like we can't say, oh, I don't have an inner critic because we do. I have one. I know you probably do, too. And you know what? If it never goes away, it's okay because we get better and better at dealing with it. We can use these practices that Mark talks about. When you start getting more compassionate for yourself, think of how that looks in the world. When you start using less judgment on yourself, 
Think of how you apply that to other people. Isn't it nice to think that you can start to be nice to yourself and then it's going to radiate out into the world. You're going to feel better. You're going to enjoy more of your time because you're going to be present more and more often. Even if you're doing just a little practice every day and you're noticing that you've got that monkey mind, you know what? You're on the right track and you know you are and you can start to do these things today. Little by little, little baby steps. Be present for a minute here and a minute there. Enjoy chopping those carrots and we'll see you next time on the Mind Aware Show. Bye everybody. Gratitude, I think, is the greatest thing for moving you up the emotional scale. And happy speaks to opportunity. I can do whatever I want. It's my life. What would wake us up every morning with so much juice? I had such passion and I could see this vision.